Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning into my podcast. And today I would like to talk about importance of great leadership. I would like to talk about conscious leadership. I would like to talk about why is that important and uh, from what I experienced last few last few years and last few months here in Australia, there are high numbers of leaders. They are not aware of their leadership style, not aware what culture they have in the organization or in the group they they uh, lead. They don't understand the importance of building the culture. And even more, they are not sure how to achieve high performance and great culture. And what does that mean in uh, regarding of uh, behavior and thinking and attitude? What does that mean in uh, regarding values, beliefs, uh, mindset or standards we are bringing on daily basis? And what we are demonstrating to know all about this and learn how to increase conscious leadership or awareness in uh, leadership and team will have direct impact on productivity, performance, and of course, results. And I'm talking about results in sales, results in uh, revenue. And most of the time, leaders are not connecting actually that importance of the culture with result in sales or revenue. Uh, they, they don't connect that increasing of, of revenue have actually, or, or the direct impact on the increasing of the revenue is actually coming from the, from the leadership style and uh, the team environment. Embrace, I would say embrace a few amazing benefits of uh, conscious leadership or great culture. And it is definitely increased engagement, and that's from the from the work that I have done with the accounting firms. And increased engagement and increased employee satisfaction. It's also causing increase in employ uh, in the customer satisfaction, and uh, those have impact on efficiency, performance, increasing sales and results. I would like to probably share this through stories or from from uh, I would like to share some examples, what I experience, what I observe, and what I observe not from my way or my point of view, but what I observe based on high performance uh, attitudes and a great culture. I decided to compare two teams for to for for now and we will continue with other other experiences but what is most important what i observe there were two teams same accounting firm a great company international what was happening in one team when i was running the workshops when i was uh, at, at their environment at their place and now i'm talking about physical environment as well and uh, what i observed there was a lot of love engagement there was no engagement from uh, employees there was there was no guidance from leadership. There was no even like willingness to learn and to risk and to ask questions. And it was there was not, no 
no engagement regarding to like ask for help or say that you know I don't understand what you're talking about or willingness to take responsibility for the team and being the person to share opinion or share something for the team there was no one like that there was there was no no feedback culture there was even questions asked uh, what they think about their values or their culture or their attitudes or what they think what standards they they showing up on daily basis or they demonstrate it was there was no answer and uh, I I was working with a team and I was going to another team same company and it was opposite and there was absolutely amazing people when you came into the room you felt the warmth you felt engagement you felt the happiness smiles on your face uh, smiles on their face and uh, and I guess that willingness to grow and learn something new and and having great workshop together sharing very private things and observations and opinions and experience and all those was in uh, in front of the group that means there was a really beautiful how the group was able to move forward to grow together and experience amazing things and when we compare the results uh, of the teams after a while it was amazing to see how the team that is highly engaging and um, performing better and is actually achieving higher results high results in um, uh, in the client base in sales, of course, therefore in revenue. And uh, there was another, oh, there, there's a great quote. And uh, I'm not sure, like I, I actually got the quote from my friend. Uh, 10 men wisely led will defeat 100 without a head. And I always said a leadership is most important. And everything starts from leadership. A lot of companies and clients or potential clients call me and inviting me for the meetings and when I'm at a meeting with leadership team or firstly I'm with a group of people employees it's so many things that I, I observe and I tested and assessed and I I will share a few things like for example when I was accessing the culture in an international organization and there were a few indications that something is going on in the group and the first few points were people were leaving, they were quitting, and um, people were complaining to leadership, not even talking to each other in the in the team, but were going straight away to the leadership and put complaints on other people before they have actually the hard conversation. Uh, they didn't uh, socialize, and uh, example of that was absolutely mind-blowing that um, the lady organized the event and uh, was the, I think that happened twice and uh, actually no one shows show up at the event and that's the big sign of disengagement there's a big sign there is no relationship there is no no culture there is there is no social life and I'm not saying that everybody in team has to be has to be a friend but if you're a leader and if you have your team, people have to take care of each other. They, they have to care. They have to make each other feel they belong. And that was not happening in the, in the group. And uh, a lot of people were blaming and they were, talk they were talking actually about other people behind the back. And 
And this was actually happening at the leadership meeting as well. Blaming and talking about one person basically behind uh, behind her back. I don't drive the culture of talking about people. We usually teach people how to talk to people and how to open those hard conversations. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of frustration. Our work was not finished. The results were really low. I was nothing achieved that was plan, planned. Um, it was, uh, and if I ask specific questions about decisions that were made by by leaders individually or in the group, there was no one take responsibility and really explain how actually that decision was made and why. There was no reason. There was just made decision because they agreed on something. But there was no process, there was no why, there was no clear why, what was the problem, what was the gap, why they made this decision and what was the benefit uh, of the decision for organization and uh, and the team. There was there was no clear guidance and there was no clear process in decision making in a sale, in sales, in, in anything. There was no guidance to do a few activities they actually, they were required from employees and a team. And I ask, like, how you want them to do it? Do you have any process? Did you tell people how to do it? Why is that important? And and actually what to do? What are the best practice or practices or best steps to actually have success and achieve the result they want? And, and they said, no, there was nothing said. And if you don't help people, don't help people to understand why is something important and how they can achieve it, you probably will deal with team that is not going to perform, that is not going to progress, that is not going to take any action and activity that you ask them to do. There will be nothing done because they don't know where to start. They don't know why is that important. And they will just, sorry, respectfully disregard what was said and, and they will forget about that. And I think a lot of com- companies and teams don't understand. There is a lot of lot of things that have to be done before you're applying any change, applying any any tasking. Before you ask people to do something, you need to have great culture because that is not going to be done. And I guess there's a lot of common signs uh, when I'm thinking about uh, low performing cultures or low leadership skills. There's really, really low skill in taking responsibility I love Joko book and he's talking about uh, extreme ownership and taking responsibility. And I think that's the most important part of any leadership. Imagine that you blame at a leadership team uh, meeting, you're blaming everyone in the team for forgetting to do something, for didn't do something, for not using something, some systems. And now who is responsible there is no each person responsible for themselves in regarding your presentation when you present as a leader your results of your team. There is no one else responsible, just you. And I and I always ask people, think about that. What was missing? Maybe you didn't talk to that person and didn't explain or didn't ask, do you understand the system you're going to use? Do you know how to use the system, what to do and why is that important? Or just have a small workshop before you tasking people with something bigger, before you make any change. Have a workshop about that. Have a 
nice session and ask people, engage people, ask them for their opinion, ask them how they will proceed the task. Maybe they have some ideas and innovations that you can implement into your organization. It is all about communication and taking responsibility as a team leader. There were leaders and I asked them for uh, questions, for example, like, uh, why do you think, uh, I don't know, those people have lower results and, and did you speak with them? And and they usually blame them for not, you know, showing the high standards, not having tools, not having knowledge, not having skills. And I always ask them, did you plan with them? Did you create individual plan for them to help them to improve their gaps, uh, help them to improve all strategies they run, help them to improve their self-image or or decision-making or how they dress up, whatever it is, or their presentation skills. No one took responsibility for that, but still the leader was blaming the person and was basically explaining all their their false mistakes and, and bad behavior, but there was nothing that was done to improve it and help that person. That means that is the common mistake that people do and they always try to... Oh, we are all like that. It's it's I'm not perfect. It always happens. We are always trying to find the mistake somewhere else. We never look at ourselves first. That means look at yourself and remember that you are the person that is responsible for the team. You're not anymore responsible uh, for for result itself, I mean for sales. That means you're probably not doing uh, cold calls or calling your clients, but your team is. If your team doesn't understand how is that important and, and if you don't show them your best practice, how you were doing that, how you were running the company, running the sales or running the conversation, what you were saying, if you don't give them give them scripts, steps, processes, if you don't give them the the mindset and the value and standards they have to bring as a first thing and what is the results you expect them to have, they don't understand. They don't have any deeper connection with the task and, and performance and they don't know exactly what standard or what, what mindset to ta- to bring. For example, I had a uh, conversation with coaches and that was first thing like, oh, you're going to sell. What, what is in your mind? First thing is like, oh, I, I must sell. I have to sell. And what is your value or how you feel about that? And they usually didn't feel great. They felt fear. They felt doubt. How you can go to sales conversation when you feel doubts and you're not sure about your mind, how is that set up? You're not sure about your worth. You're not sure about your value you're going to bring to customer or potential customer. Why you would even sell? That means all this setup of environment and the reason why we do things and how and why we should do them and how much value we will add to someone else. If that is not clear, it doesn't matter how many scripts and systems you give to your sales team. If they don't take if you don't take care of their their mindset, their uh, unlocking their, their blockages or or limiting beliefs, if you don't care about that or don't take care about that. If you don't care, don't take care of that first, you're never going to have thriving sales team and having amazing results because there is no environment set. You need to set up environment and that's that's the major thing for for great, amazing culture is to be clear on values, vision and embody that. 
I'm not saying like most of organizations start meeting, we're talking about values. Oh, those are our three or five values. Uh, what do you think about them? That's not how we live the values. That's no values-based culture. That's not great culture. To talk about values is nothing. And I will say probably you will achieve nothing or it's, it's just shit job. Think about that. You need to embody values. You need to show them, bring them on daily basis. You need to experience them. You need to feel them. You need to embody them the way that you present yourself through the values. You, you need to be aligned with that. And that is something that there is not a lot of companies that do trainings for that. They help people to understand how to actually live the value. And that's the common mistake. And it, it's, it's happening on, in 90% organization, organizations. There is another thing with uh, unconscious leadership or if you don't have great culture, uh, you, we, are, we are not trying to learn and we are scared to tell our opinion or ask questions. We are not asking for help. Opposite of that or talking about conscious leadership is actually being lifelong learner, always coming from that place that I want to learn more and embrace curiosity. How you can do it uh, when you think about it, when you have meeting, for example, with your employees and, you know, usually reaction when somebody, somebody asks questions, especially a new employee, uh, you drive meeting, you want to, everybody wants to finish as soon as possible, what is already not great culture, no high performance, far away from that because everybody is there just because they must. There is no personal interest. But anyway, you have meeting, you're running the meeting, you're explaining everything and after three hours, somebody just asks, I'm so sorry, I don't understand. Can we actually, can someone please explain to me what problem we are solving here or what we are doing here? Because I really don't understand and I'm not clear on outcome. And as a leader, you need to reinforce that behavior because that's amazing that somebody overcame the fear, embraced the curiosity and asked question, even though they, you know, risk they will be blamed or they will be looking silly. You need to take care of that. There will be a great conversation around and they will be taking care of that. And your employee will be feel very comfortable when they ask question. And after meeting, you will come to see that employee and you will, you will say, you know what? That was amazing. That was great. And I want to see this behavior in me and everyone in the team every time, every meeting. I want to be sure we are asking for help and we ask questions. I'm really, really grateful for that, that you step up. That was amazing attitude. And you talk about that. You embrace the attitude. You, you tell people when they are doing something great. Or if they leave the values, if they embody values of your company or of your organization, you need to tell them when you see that because they won't understand. I mean, just really, really take care of those small examples. Uh, and uh, when your employees actually embody the values that you want them to embody and and always talk about it and tell them and, and take that as an example, write down examples and talk about that at the meeting because that's how you learn what and how we can actually express them and leave the values on daily basis. And there's a lot of companies and there's a lot of blame. There's another sign of low, low performance. And blaming others, it's very, it's coming from weakness. It's coming from fear. It's coming from frustrations or anger. And 
That's again coming to taking responsibility. That means opposite of that, of blaming, is actually take responsibility for everything what's going on. It's very, very important. And um, I guess there is a lot of a lot of other examples, but what is important to me in my organization and uh, what is important to most of organization is actually feedback culture and having hard conversations and a lot of leaders coming and talk coming to me and talking about first of all they blame everyone everything is going wrong and when i ask them like did you give actually personal feedback to to your employee did you talk about their weakness or their gap and did you try to help them and they look at me and they say no okay that is the first thing i was like oh but when i will tell them or i will i will share the feedback with them that will be defensive and there will be argument and i was like yeah that's the process how to actually do that how to have hard conversations and they said their gap is to have hard conversations and uh, and receive or give feedback but they don't do it and they don't train people if i if you ask any leader do you have any any trainings or or upskilling of your staff to actually teach them how to have hard conversations, have to share the feedback with uh, colleagues or with leadership. They said, no, we don't. How do you want someone to do something when you don't train them, don't don't upskill them? It's nobody was born super smart and knowing everything. We are learning and we need to learn everything what is uh, required, especially in company, because we are building up culture where we want to work, some people forever, some people for, you know, a lot of years. Imagine that you're coming every day to poison really bad, horrible culture where already waking up in the morning feeling sick and you don't want to go there. How long you will stay? You will leave. Or how long you will be healthy? You will be probably getting very sick when you will stay in that kind of culture. And how you will perform? You're not going to perform. You're not going to be productive because you will be living in fear. You will never say your opinion. You will never share anything with colleagues. You will probably never achieve the results you, you should and you want. There's a lot of a lot of other examples and I will probably share them in uh, another podcast session. And um, what, what I will probably just say, the thing about that, first of all, when you want to change or you want to assess assess your leadership or your culture, create some self-awareness. Start to create self-awareness about your standards, your attitude, and how you make other people feel. What language you are using when you're talking to yourself and to others. Are you listening? And are you asking questions to like of your team to your team or are you asking questions people around you and uh, maybe other leaders? Are you asking for help? And I'm talking about leaders as well. We all should ask for help, no matter what position we have. It's not a weakness. It is actually something that... Uh, actually, there was something that I would like to share. It was very interesting um, research. I think there was Gates Foundation done on a few thousand with few thousand leaders. And there was the one sign or one attitude. There was the building trust between leader and employee. And uh, when they asked in survey, they said that was the... Number one thing was when your employee asks for help and asking questions. That's the, the first and most important attitude to build the trust. That means as a leader, if you have team members, they ask questions, please don't be annoyed. Don't be frustrated or don't think that 
is weakness or they are silly or it's you know something that should annoy you it is actually something that will build the trust because what that means in translation when you think about when you think about that from a from mental perspective like from psychological perspective it means that the person or your employee actually cares actually cares about the project cares about the company because they want to improve they want to be better and they want to understand and i want you to remember that there is always reason for any action and any attitude every attitude and what i would like to go back to is that self-awareness that means as a leader to to create conscious leadership and great culture it is actually first step to become self-aware really really understand who you are how you influence other people with your behavior with language you use if you do any judgment if you judge or compare really be aware and bring awareness to to your thinking if you do any assumptions or what is your perception about things and if you are you know respecting other people people's opinion if you value that and uh, how are you listening what is your listening style that's the first step that I always said, just focus on that. And uh, it's a lot of stuff that is going after. It's, uh, it's some things that we teach is taking responsibility. Other things that we teach and we focus on is always environment. That means we build up the values, vision, mission, belief, standards, benchmarks, best practices, and big why and, and big outcome for the company and what we want. That means what is happening with the culture, our culture change is always done through all those environment elements they are very important to start to build up build up or do any change in organization a change management is really hard but if you don't have the culture and leadership prepared for that you will never succeed in a change that means take care of your culture and leadership first create high performance culture first and after that you will have such an easy life to implement changes a great time with communication and innovations you will have amazing growth you will experience so much success with your leadership and team because of the environment and culture that you will create that means yeah if you have any questions please send me email i will share my my contact details down below in the description and i will i would like to continue with this conversation because i believe the conscious leadership and healthy great amazing culture is most important and i believe that is a massive gap in almost every company i'm not saying in every like as a lot of companies take care of that but the way they just read the values at the weekly meetings if you think that's enough that's that's really wrong and i would like to talk about a little, little bit more, but I will do another podcast on that and I will talk a little bit more about values. I will talk about standards and beliefs and we will go a little bit deeper and I will bring some examples from uh, from my work with uh, a few different teams and uh, show you a few different results. They are actually achievable with just changing the behavior, thinking and, uh, and attitude. Thank you very much for tuning into my podcast and see you next time. Bye.